If you are a business owner considering turning your business and your brand into a franchise, or if you're already an emerging brand franchisor, you're going to want to hear these four secrets to assuring that your franchise partners are profitable. This is the Franchise Pitfalls and Profit Show. Each week, we bring you the challenges and triumphs of being in the franchise development and consulting business. The things you need to make money faster. And now your host, one of the most successful franchise developers in North America, Don Shin. Hey, I was talking the other day uh, to some colleagues in the franchise industry, and we got talking about what would make a franchisee profitable. And, you know, first of all, I really, really love franchisors who talk about their franchise partner's profitability. That means to me, they have the right mindset. Uh, they're looking at things correctly because if your franchisees are profitable, then, hey, guess what? You're going to have a pretty successful franchise brand. But I really got to thinking about how you do that particularly if you're thinking about turning your business into a franchise and definitely if you already are an emerging brand franchise just getting started you're going to want to hear these four tips or secrets that i've developed just for you so let me get started first one would be it starts with your own profitability I can't tell you how many times since I have sold my multi-units and sold my master franchise uh, territories uh, and I was very profitable and I was very successful. Since then, talking to emerging brands, talking to people who want to get their concept up to 40 or 50 units, uh, as I talk to them, I can't tell you I've lost count how many times the franchisor's own units were not profitable. And someone convinced them to take their business that was marginally profitable and turn it into a franchise. And they truly think that that's how they're going to make money off of this brand. Well, I can tell you uh, story after story, and I'm going to share some of them with you today, uh, about people that got their business started incorrectly. They were not highly profitable. Their own unit, let's say, before they were a franchise, and now it's their flagship. It's their uh, their signature location. It is not profitable itself, and therefore uh, going to be very, very difficult to have a franchisee successful if your corporate unit and your core model is not already profitable. I talked to scores of people uh, wanting to franchise their brand. I, in fact, I have a, an association of some colleagues that we actually do that. And, and it's very, very important in the early stages that their business is so buttoned down, uh, making money hand over fist. That's a good concept to then potentially think about franchising it. Yeah, there's a lot of other things go into that thought process of turning your company into a franchise. But the bottom line is, before you do anything, be sure that your own model, your own unit is profitable. So that is the very first 
thing. If you want profitable franchisees in the long run, you've got to have a model that is profitable. Again, it sounds silly, but I talk to people day in and day out that are franchisors, and this is not the point from which they started. Okay, number two, pour yourself into your franchisees. In fact, I, as a master, I used to call it a kickstart program because I was really, really focused on their first three to six months. I can tell you from my 22 years in franchising that if you get a franchisee started properly in the first six months, if they have a good, not wildly successful, but they have a good first six months and they're getting the business, <clears throat> they understand your model, they're doing well, they're getting momentum, that's going to be a really good franchisee. That's going to be a really profitable franchisee. That's going to be a partner, franchise partner that you're going to have for a long, long time. <clears throat> so pour yourself into them. The other thing on this point that I like to say is that 80 to 90% of the people we sell franchises to, or we award franchises to, or we help people find the business of their dreams, 80 to 90% of them come from an employee background, an employment background. Their mindset is very much employee. And what I mean by that is often, for example, I remember when I was an employee, you know, if I didn't like something that was going on, uh, I thought I was treated unfairly. I was seeing politics going on in the big company. You know, honestly, I could go off into the corner uh, uh, and and whine and moan and complain. And, you know, I could probably do that for a week or two. And, no, and it's going to detract from my production, but it's not going to change my income because I'm getting a salary and so forth and so on. So that's kind of one example of that employee mindset. The other example of an employee mindset is pretty much paycheck to paycheck. I read a statistic the other day that that over 80% of the people today in America are living paycheck to paycheck. And so again, that's a mindset that that that's hey, wow, if I didn't have that paycheck next week or two weeks from now, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <clears throat> the business owner mindset is recognizing that the reward comes later. Uh, the business owner mindset is set is a planning mindset where where they're recognizing they've got to plan out uh, what what's going to happen. They got to plan out their business and their and their cash flow. And they recognize that the real reward is as they build their business into an asset that has value and that is producing for them. So those are some of the example examples of the employee mindset versus the business owner mindset. And to have a profitable franchisee pour yourself into them and, and help them do what I call bridge. Make a program that's three, four, five, six months to bridge them from the employee mindset to the business owner mindset. Again, if you do that, you'll have profitable franchisees and you'll have terrific franchise partners. Again, get them started correctly in the first three, four, five, six months and they'll be a franchise partner with you forever. Okay, number three, when you decide to franchise, be sure you are capitalized properly. 
uh, because the last thing you want to do as your as the franchise or to have several franchisees in and and you know maybe one of them you you've got to jump on a plane for their for their startup or their opening and you know you're pinching pennies you don't have the money to buy a plane ticket or you're cutting corners because you're not capitalized properly uh, for the startup of your franchise. And, you know, let's say you're an HVAC company or you're a plumbing company or a window washing company, uh, whatever it might be, that's a business. But franchising is also a business in and of itself. This is why it's so important uh, to have guidance and, and, and help along the way as you are uh, beginning to turn your business into a franchise or start a franchise. I had a conversation just, just the other day uh, with someone who said when they got started, they were running, I mean, a simple thing. They were running all of their franchise operations out of their operating account for their corporate unit. They didn't even separate the two legally or financially. So you, you need to be capitalized properly. Franchising in and of itself is a separate business. Get help with these things. Uh, uh, or at a very minimum, start to learn about franchising before you do it, before you turn your company into a franchise. So uh, let me give you some examples of some folks. Again, I'm not going to name names, but I've, I've come across several uh, people who over the course of, of uh, their business, uh, they had enough money to kind of get started. Somebody said, oh, wow, I really love your business. And um uh, I, I would love to, uh, you know, I would love to buy a, a franchise like yours. You should franchising it. This is a great business. Uh, and they they had minimal capital. They had enough capital to get their FDD done, their franchise disclosure document done. But they then had no, you know, they spent their 30, 40, maybe $50,000. Maybe they had a little bit of time and money to put something into, you know, some collaterals or assets in sales and marketing, but they really had no money to launch their franchise into the market. Um, when again, this association that I'm, that I have with a couple of other people and we help people transition or convert their models into a franchise concept and we stay with them for six months, 12 months, 15, 18 months, we work with them on a long-term process we advise folks that we have probably uh, 125, $150,000, $175,000, maybe even upwards of $200,000 if you are going to go to market properly with your franchise concept. Now, you don't necessarily need that all at once, but the point is you have to have that type of capital available uh, in order to in order to go to market properly, and I even I even have one example of of uh, someone that I had run into that had closed their franchise. They kept their their own corporate units running, uh, but they had closed their franchise because someone, some large consulting company, worked with them upwards of eighty to a hundred thousand dollars, and then they actually had no money to market. Uh, so they didn't have the the thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars that they needed in order to market the franchise. So, uh, so again, being capitalized properly, if you're going to turn your business uh, into a franchise, or if you're going to create a franchise concept, uh, you want to be capitalized properly. So, uh, we we talked about your unit being profitable, your model, your concept being profitable is one thing. We talked about a bridge program 
uh, to help ramp up or kickstart your franchise, your new franchise partners. We just said about being capitalized properly when you go uh, when you go to create a franchise version of your concept. And then the last thing I wanted to share is that uh, you want to pick the right franchisees from the beginning. And again, there are what's called FSOs, franchise sales organizations out there uh, that are so focused on on getting you sales. Uh, I, I think franchisors, emerging brand franchisors, the one who are going to have successful franchisees, and that's the topic of today, um, they select their franchise partners carefully. In fact, listen to this wording here. They award franchises they don't sell franchises. If you go with some of the larger FSOs, franchise sales organizations, you'll be dealing with employees uh, and they're just compensated to sell. Uh, now, is it terrible? You know, we, we would all think, hey, I'd love to be selling 50 franchises my first year uh, and 40 or 50 a year for several years. But the reality is, uh, I, I can tell you because I see it day in and day out. You're going to end up with with problems in the future, and they're going. Those problems are going to are, are going to formulate in a couple of areas. One, it's going to formulate in: Do you are you capitalized properly? Have the funding properly uh, to support that kind of growth? I see a lot of franchise concepts that are selling in those volumes, fifty, even a hundred in in nine, 12, 15 months, and they're just getting crushed with the infrastructures that they don't have and they can't keep up with. Uh, and so that gets uh, that gets your new franchise partners disgruntled. It maybe delays their openings. Uh, and, and, and so that's just one of the problems. The other problem is in the long run, if all you're doing is selling franchises and not awarding them, then, then the, the problem is you will get people that are not your right franchise partners, particularly for your first dozen or so. Uh, and, and so very, very important for the long-term profitability of your franchisees, the wrong selection, the wrong award uh, of just making a sale uh, is going to get you people that will not operate your business well, uh, will not be good franchise partners. And again, they are not going to be profitable, which is the conversation today. So the four secrets to assuring profitability for your franchisees. If you are a franchisor, an emerging brand franchisor, or someone considering converting your brand into a franchise, let me summarize. Start with your own units, your own model being highly profitable. Second, pour yourself into a Kickstarter program to help your new franchise partners do well in the first six months. Third, you've got to be capitalized properly. So go in with your eyes open, understanding how much money you'll need in your first 12 to 15 to 18 months in order to open your franchise. You do not want to be cutting costs, uh, uh, penny pinching, cutting corners uh, as you launch. And then lastly, number four, award franchises don't sell them.